0: Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. Hello, my name is Precious Rose Dunlap, and this is my mother, Michelle Timlake-Roll, founder of Marjorie's Sweet Jerky Incorporated. We would at this time like to thank our new customers as well as our repeating customers for your business. For every $1 million orders that we receive, our company is giving $2 million away to the bottom of 400 our paid customers. You see... That's the way we roll. So come place an order at www.marjorie'sbeefjerky.com. That's www.marjorie'sbeefjerky.com. Marjorie's Beef Jerky is the best tasting beef jerky on this planet. Marjorie's Jerky.com. Yeah, that's right. Because that's the way we roll. got it locked into the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, September 7th. I'm Donald Ware. I hope you had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. We had plenty of football. It is Takeaway Tuesday here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. The week actually began on Thursday. We had games Thursday, Saturday, Saturday. And Sunday, and of course Sunday, uh, the big game on Sunday was the Florida A&M and Jackson State football game. So let's let's start with that football game. It was a close football game, as I thought it would be a close football game. I just thought that Florida A&M would win a close football game in what wasn't going to be necessarily. I thought I think I said something like, you know, 24 to 21 something in that range well it certainly wasn't that at all uh while there wasn't a whole lot of offense from either team it was not a bad football game like it was not a bad football game uh at all obviously florida a&m really really struggled offensively i thought jackson state's defense was outstanding I think part of those struggles offensively for Florida A&M was because of Jackson State's defense I talked about the defense and what I thought the defense would be particularly when you look at the linebacker situation with Aubrey Miller Jr with uh, Keontae Hampton uh, Miller was absolutely dynamite. Uh, he was named the Swax defensive player of the week. Also, Gaddy coming off the edge was really, really good for Jackson State. So give Jackson State a lot of credit. I thought Florida AM and its offensive line would be better. It was not. Part of that was because of Jackson State, right? But I think a lot of it was because Florida a offensive line simply was not ready. I thought the quarterback, Rashawn McKay, talked about this last week on the when we previewed this game last week on the HBCU football daily podcast that I thought Rashawn McKay would be ready because of the fact that, hey, I mean, he didn't get a whole lot of playing time in 2019. Not a whole lot, but when he came in, he did well, completed 71% of his passes. He had to come in in that pivotal game against North Carolina A&T. He came in, did reasonably well, also through the game-winning touchdown in overtime as Florida A&M walked off the field over North Carolina A&T in that big-time football game back in 2019, ultimately. Uh, Willie Simmons made a switch at quarterback. Uh, Junior Muratovic is the one who came in. I mean, listen, you're putting a a, a true freshman uh, in that situation. Not that uh, Coach Simmons and his staff was putting him in that situation, but I mean, he, it, it, he they had to get some kind of spark, right? I mean, he wasn't. I mean, he was okay like that last drive he completed a couple of passes right but i mean ultimately at the end i mean I, I you know a true freshman on a stage like that in a matchup like that pivotal matchup first game of the season first game of his career i mean you couldn't you could not have expected a whole lot uh from him in terms of trying to get florida a and m in field goal range and jackson state was bringing the heat There was no question uh, about that. I thought Shador Sanders did a good job. I said it last week. He had never played college football. This was going to be different. Shador Sanders can throw the football. We saw that. I mean, think about it. If you look at the numbers, 18 of 24, 221 yards, didn't throw a touchdown, but also didn't throw an interception either, but he also rushed uh, for a touchdown. I thought Florida A&M did I thought Florida A&M defensively did a good job overall, right? Like holding Jackson State to only 71 yards rushing. Yes, Sanders did throw for 221 yards, but and we can see he can throw it, right? But they only scored once, and that was on Sanders. Run on a Sanders run, but this kid can definitely throw the football. I think he's going to get better uh, as the season really progresses, and so I was impressed with him uh, in that first football game. Thought it was uh, a a decent game. I I don't know how many. The official stats uh, did not list uh, a number in terms of how many fans uh, were in the stands, but uh, that aside, uh, I thought it was a very, very good, uh, football game, a defensive struggle. Yeah, we we, we can look at it. You, you could say maybe it was, a, I, you know, in watching the game, it wasn't boring at all, including down to the last bit of the football game. And it came down to the last bit of the football game. Um, and the freshman quarterback just, he, you know, and, and, and Jackson State's defense really created havoc. So give the Tigers uh, a lot of credit. The Tigers move all the way up in the HBCU polls uh, to number three uh, with the coaches and the media. Of course, you can view the poll on our website at boxtorow.com. You can view both the coaches and the media polls. So, while it wasn't our box to row national game of the week, the game between Alabama AM uh, and South Carolina State I thought it was going to be a, a, a good football game coming in I said that uh, listen I think even though you look at it last time Alabama a and wiped out South Carolina State in Orangeburg I thought it was going to be a closer game I thought it would be a game that not not necessarily saying that South Carolina State would win the game but it was a game I thought South Carolina State would win I did not think it would be as high a scoring affair uh, as it ultimately was. Now, I thought that South Carolina State was able to do a good job on the ground. Corey Fields Jr., uh, the quarterback for South Carolina State, uh, he threw two interceptions. And you throw two interceptions, um, that that's critical. But his legs, I mean, he was able to get some things done with his legs, 89 yards uh, on the ground South Carolina State rushed the football for 242 yards in the football game a lot of yards when you look at Alabama and m and by the way um, this was sort of a back and forth affair uh, a little bit and then South Carolina State was ultimately able to take a 10-point lead but Alabama Am came all uh, came back back to back touchdowns right There in the fourth quarter, then South Carolina State able to take the lead, right? Then Alabama A&M comes back and ultimately uh, takes the lead and ultimately wins the football game. A quill glasses one-yard run uh, with about six-and-a-half remaining in the fourth quarter proved to be the difference in a 42-41 to victory over uh, by Alabama A&M. Over South Carolina State. A lot of big numbers put up in this football game. Uh, Alabama ain't in 569 yards of total offense to South Carolina State's 455 yards. And that's the thing. Like, South Carolina State, you know, really holds its hat on being able to stop uh, offenses, right? But with that being said, there was no stopping a quill glass. 28 of 49, 426 yards. He had four touchdowns, no interceptions in the ball game, and also had the one rushing touchdown. So accounted for five touchdowns in the game. He, of course, is our Box to Row National Player of the Week. Good football game, right? Nip and tuck affair. I don't think this game was on – it wasn't televised. See, that's the thing. Like, we – you know, I want to see – and and by the way, uh, with respect to that – to to the, the Orange Blossom Classic – Florida A&M and Jackson State great football games a lot of you know with our games it just seems to be a lot of technical things uh that we see we don't you know if we're gonna if we're gonna have our games broadcast and specifically on whether it's ESPN 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 2 ESPNU uh um, you know ESPN plus ESPN 3 a little bit different you know we, we it's got like we it's got to be top and I don't know why right like I don't know if it's you know, what what happened is a lot of technical things that we need to see uh, that uh, that need to be a, a lot better. I, I say that. But to get back to my original point, I don't think this was a game that was on uh, any of the family of networks, which I don't I, I wouldn't get like if you look at the matchup. Right. Like to me. OK, if I look at Florida AM and m and I look at Jackson State, the big timeness, if you will, of that game. It's a rivalry going back to back in the day, right? Great fan bases. You know Jackson State's fan base was going to travel. It's it's a bigger time game. But the matchup between Alabama AM and uh and South Carolina State, to me, was a better matchup. So why that game was in broadcast, uh, I am not really sure uh, about about that. You know, we saw the Fort Valley State game tuskegee really looked uh really didn't look good at all uh at at all it was you know quite frankly was a little bit of a uh, of a surprise i look at that i uh, was at the north had a chance to call the north carolina a&t and Furman game uh, i give Furman a lot of credit i don't think north carolina a&t looked uh, particularly good uh john martin had something like 30 yards rushing uh, but the freshman quarterback jalen fowler he wasn't great like but I think he showed, I mean, for a first start, right, like he was solid. And you can see that he's going to be really, really good. That a t defense is tough. Yeah, I mean, it gave up some big plays. but That's a really, really tough uh, a t defense. going to be very tough uh, throughout the course of the season. So that's going to wrap it up for the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Of course, you can look at the scoreboard uh, on our website, BoxToRow.com, the HBCU football scoreboard from all of the games. It was like 32 games uh, between Thursday, uh, Saturday, and Sunday on our website at BoxToRow.com. Talk with you tomorrow. BoxToRow.com box is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the game of the week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports. BoxToRow.com has you covered. Ooh. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? BoxToRow.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All-American teams and weekly media coaches polls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And BoxToRow.com, your HBCU sports leader.